Welcome to the Tone Jerks Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gower. With me today, we got... Will Lopez. Uh, Will, he's a uh, local guitar pro- local guitar player, friend, uh, and a bunch of bands, right? <laughs> Fair yeah, Play, you got... The another, Naked Eye. Yeah. And, and then you're doing session work and stuff like that too, right? Yeah. So, this is a long time coming. We've talked mm-hmm. like... We've talked about this for quite a bit. Yeah, for, I don't know, probably like a, over a year maybe. and then Probably uh, over two years. I met you when I was still filling in with the rough. Okay, yeah, and then so that was like in 2019. Yeah, and then 2020 happened, and yeah. then yeah, so we're now we're now we're here. We're, now we're here. Yeah, so uh, I guess we'll get into the you, you know some of your background and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, you know, what's new with you? I guess it's um, like everything. So, well, <laughs> but what, yeah, <laughs> but what's well, new? The whole week? reason why I'm here is because I asked you if I could borrow your HX Stomp. So I'm leading because of that. I'm playing the Wonder Bus with the Naked Eye on Saturday. So pretty sucked on that. Yeah, and so the Wonder Bus, I guess, is something in San Diego that it's like uh, like a traveling. Kind of yeah, it's kind of yeah. Co- uh, like it's like concert. there's a British double decker buses yeah, yeah, yeah. that just drive around town, and they just somebody had the brilliant idea. Hey, let's put a band up there. Yeah, <laughs> why not? It's moving. So if so, what if it overturns? They're fine. Yeah, <laughs> to go around that corner too fast. Yeah, we'll be. Yeah. I think we're gonna be going around uh, Cardiff or Encinitas this weekend. So if you're in that area, yeah, it depends on when this comes out. We may have well, it's done probably it. gonna come. It's gonna come out next Tuesday. Yeah, so, so we've already done it, and it so was great. it was it was fucking great. It was fucking killer. <laughs> nice, yeah. So you got got that coming up. Yeah, and you have you ever played one of those like modeling units or like modeling units? Yeah, like the H. Oh like no, the, no, no, the no, 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 Helix no, no. or Fractal or anything like well, that. Can't, but yes, yes, I have. But in a live situation like Wonderbus, no, it's mainly been like strictly recording. Okay. I know Adam Cisco likes to use his camper a lot. Okay. Same with Sean Tolley. Yeah. Of Clarity. Yeah. So a couple they a couple like, local guys here. Yeah, they like to use their campers a lot. It's easy. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's so much, admit, so much easier. I will admit it is a very easy to just get a tone and then just go for it. Yeah. And it's like um that's what we're doing with Justin Case. Mm-hmm. This whole album. We're like uh, the the song that we did before, like we did a single um, true to this, and we mm-hmm. used a you know the fractal, and then I recorded a DI. So in case mm-hmm. we wanted to reamp with right. like an actual amp, and uh, never like we just we just never got around yeah. to it. No, we never we never wanted. It was just good enough it sounded, that we were yeah. like, you know what, screw it. Just and then it. you know Adam was a, and he still is like a, mm-hmm. an amp guy. He's like I love the sound of like a loud you know half stack tube, da da da, but. It actually sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> when you, when I hate you, to admit it too. Like, uh, I fooled my bandmates when I first uh, showed them a song that I used first. And they were like, oh, but you used the real amp for this one, right? They're like, no. <laughs> yeah. He's like, we used the Kemper for this. And you're like, oh, well, it sounds great. Yeah. And it's kind of get to a point. But it's also, it is a difference like playing without an amp. Yeah. Like, I've never done it. So that's why I kind of, I'm going to, I think I'm going to just rent out a, uh, a spot at rock and roll and just plug it through the PA and just to feel it. Yeah. And then like having, um, just, playing with like even just going to the way of like in-ears to where yes. it's like you can't even in-ears i'm used to it's just having the amp behind me like without, no yeah, sound, with, the, yeah. with no air pushing through my legs that's gonna feel weird yeah i think um we've now been practicing only with in-ears mm-hmm. so direct only 
And oh, oh okay. It's, it's it's good. At mm-hmm. first, like I, it was there was. I think you'll quickly find there's no mm-hmm. transition. You're gonna because you're like cool. I can hear everything. It's fine. It's good. And then, but you're probably what you're gonna miss is probably some of the amp dynamics yeah. or how. I think that's mainly the only thing that's gonna be worried about. I'm worried about because like the amp and guitar have such a need to have a good relationship. Yeah. For me personally, but and, uh, and I'm so used to that. Mm-hmm. So really, I just want to get a day to get used to it, so I don't go up there like a total rookie and be like, "Hey, this doesn't feel right." <laughs> yeah, or be like, like complaining a bunch of like, "Well, why can't I bring my real?" And it's like, you, know, you got to. Oh, go. that was me the first day we to- uh, we got we found out. I immediately went, "No amps, blah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> blah." And then um, I'm not too familiar with Naked Eye. Is that like a loud rock band? Is it no? Or like kind I, of- well, I mean, we're loud, but we're like, definitely not like what Fair Play or the Rough was. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's definitely more like a R and B funk rock. That's type what. Okay, thing. I think I saw clips. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it it's very it's very different than what I usually do, but it's also fun. So yeah. So for for that band, you're still using Marshall half stack or yeah quarter stack. But I definitely yeah quarter stack. <laughs> the quarter stack. Yeah, I definitely use my uh my JCM two thousand. But I have it set towards the green channel where it's a little bit cleaner and a little bit more like I crunchy, some, yeah. Yeah, a little bit more crunchy. And I just have uh my PRS just kind of play with the volumes and whatnot. Okay, yeah. And I definitely set it a lot brighter too. Mm-hmm. And a little bit more percussive. It, uh in contrast to fair play, which is a lot more gain and just darker sounding. Yeah, a lot more of a like uh your classic rock setup. So yeah. it's like you're a little bit less yeah. Paul to a Marshall. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's not like classic rock. I mean like your classic rock and roll setup. Yeah, the typical plug a Les Paul into the Marshall and just let it run rip. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, I think you'll you'll have a lot of fun with it. I think. Yeah. I mean, you're not too opposed to like that, like you no, know, the no, idea no. of modelers. I or think. Whatever. I think nowadays, if you're still like, oh, I need my amp now, and you're not flexible, I mean, you're just gonna dig yourself into a hole even deeper and just not get anywhere. Yeah, and I, you're like, it, that's that's the biggest thing. It's like flexibility. Mm-hmm. I think you know most people. Like who are in bands and want to create music, or it's like mm-hmm. it's actually not that big a deal. If yeah, you're like, not. oh, you're like I'm only. The technology into... is getting really good, so yeah. I hate to admit it, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. So for my what's new this week, actually, mm-hmm. I it has to do with recording as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm recording. Uh, we're recording the new EP for Just okay. in Case, and so we're onto like guitars and bass, drums. Nice. We got done, and it's usually where to go to. Yeah, like, drums uh, always got to go first. Yeah, and then he recorded to a you know. To a click, but with scratch tracks. And mm-hmm. now, like Adam went back and did all the guitars. Okay, and he did did a really good job. So you are doing it with Adam Cisco. Uh, sorry, uh, Adam from Just in Case. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. gotcha. So, um, he he recorded it and he did a really good job. He's like, mm-hmm. like I'm like, we kind of decided to do things a little different instead mm-hmm. of using like humbuckers. Used a P90. Right. It's more like raw sounding. It's pretty cool because right. it's like you can hear the buzz, mm-hmm. and instead of like. Oh no, we got to be like super silent and uh, quiet. Then I'm like, no, it's it, it's fine. Yeah, it's and then fine. These songs are c- coming together, and so I'm like, okay, I got to do bass, got to do bass. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to go, you know, get set up. And I'm like, oh, I can do, probably knock this out in like a, a day, right? Mm-hmm. I'm mean, like confident. I'm like, oh yeah, who fucking? It, it's oh, it's always like that. And then once you do it, you're just like, oh no. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's the case for you, but yeah. that's usually what it is for me. <laughs> well, there's two two things for yeah. that. So at first it was um. The actual setup. So I'm like, mm. cool. You got everything going. Put new sh- strings on my bass. Mm-hmm. And I was um, last time I was using uh, my jazz bass, mm-hmm. which I, you know, I like the sound of it. But uh, sometimes the P bass just has that mm-hmm. different, like mid range sound or whatever. Right. And you just kind of want to go for that. So I was like, okay, this time I want to try it different because I really like the way my P bass sounds. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, 
It's not just like, it's my sweat. It's a peep. Yeah. <laughs> right. And Every, everyone's got one. It has used one at some point. Yeah. And they, yeah, they just, they just work out. So I was like, got it strung up, got ready mm-hmm. to go. And then I went to plug in. I'm doing a DI track, but also mm-hmm. using a fractal. So right. that is my amp sound. And I think we're keeping, because that worked out last time. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mic a real amp. Uh, I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay and so, i think for bass though like the eye is the way to go yeah and so uh got that all set up mm-hmm. got you know the cables and everything going it's like the way like my little rack set up here mm-hmm. is like it's kind of looks messy but there's some method behind the mess right. and i'm like cool it's good to go turn on the you know uh the computer and everything got that set up and i just mm-hmm. hear this bzzz, oh no uh oh and i am like what's happening yeah and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like i'm getting it from like a little bit from the di i was like right. Oh no. And then I'm like, you know, that would drive me nuts. I'm just yeah. like, crap. and I'm like, I can't, I can't record that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let me change, you know, things and like, oh, maybe it's like have too much gain. Cause I mm-hmm. was, I like having a lot of gain on bass. Right. And, uh, Brian, our drummer was like, maybe, you know, hold off on that <laughs> this time. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, and maybe get that. a little bit of a cleaner bass. And, yeah. Adam was like, yeah, you know, maybe, you know, and they're like fine and I, I like it like kind of like a metal bass player mm-hmm. would so like yeah. so like on a scale from one to lemmy how distorted is your bass tone <laughs> it's it's distorted i like it distorted but in a different way okay so he was kind of more like yeah, he, through a marshall and stuff yeah. like that this i like it sound like it's like a dark class kind okay of sound. so oh, that kind of deal i like see yeah, more, yeah okay like of like more modern like like Got, okay it's like yeah can't remember who it was. It was like architect. Okay, so I disagree like with your bandmates. You should use that a lot more. <laughs> and so I'm like, no, they. I mean, he's like, it's a little harder to, to mix. And right. Stuff like that. No, I get that. And then um, sound that they're going for, but no, that's fine. I think uh, maybe when we play live, I might just like have it. I'm like, oh, during sound check, not mm-hmm. have the distortion on. And then when we play, <laughs> kick it on. <laughs> but um, so anyway, anyways, I'm like, okay, so I'm changing things on the fractal. I'm changing this. I'm like, I still get that, and it's really low, it's, and I can yeah. even see it on like. The meter for the you know on my um, Apollo there, right. I'm like I see it. I'm like visually, I'm like I can't fucking hide that. Mm-hmm. Like that sounds like shit. Right. And I'm like that shouldn't be like that. I mean, then I'm like I spent too much fucking money on that fucking Apollo. Yeah, and I'm like da da da. I'm like maybe it's this. Maybe it's a, a, a Thunderbolt cable. I think that's that's the biggest problem with all this stuff. Is like it's always it's the smallest thing, and honestly, you won't be able to find it unless you like start going through the list. Be like. Break this down, break that down, break yeah. this down. And I had that problem with my, with my pedal board the other day. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. I went through everything. I like, hardware reset on mm-hmm. my interface. I do firmware, mm-hmm. restarted the computer, disconnected and checked the fractal, like to make sure that the it wasn't something on there. And then you know, make sure you know on the presets. I'm like, is there a noise gate? Mm-hmm. There is, but it's still there. And I'm going back and forth and I disconnected. I'm like, maybe it's a cable. So I disconnected right. all the cables. It could be, I'm like, it's coming out of the headphones still. It's not the speakers, but mm-hmm. you know, maybe it could be. And so I, <laughs> yeah. and it's a every, lot. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like hours into it until I was like, you know what? Let me, let's switch bases to see what happens. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I it, didn't have it. Yeah. I was so like kind of pissed that I wasted yeah. the time for it. And then kind of like, well, now my base, there's something wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <sighs> and I'm like, I don't have strings now because right. I'm like, I had, you know, my extra pair that I was like, oh, I'm just going to put it on the base. I don't have to even go to the store to buy strings. No. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, you know, I had to put everything back together. Mm -hmm. I had to go to Guitar Center. You know, that's always fun. And then to buy bass strings. And I'm like, I was so pissed. I was so like. 
That was a long day. Well, it was just like hours, hours I wasted and I got nowhere. Mm -hmm. Then to finally get started to record the bass. You're exhausted at that point. I was in such like a mental, like, like I was like, you know, like I'm like, my whole thing's broken. I got to send this in, Mm -hmm. you know, because- uh, like I had problems with HX Stomp mm-hmm. and I that whole right. buckle and a fucking that and then even my focus right. I'm like all these companies keep fucking up. <laughs> they keep and I was like, of course it'd be me. And I'm like, you know, spiraling down. Right. And I'm like, oh, it's the base. Which yeah. I'm like, that sucks because now yeah. I, I'm like, now like, now you got to figure out what on the base is going. Yeah. On. So there's like, either it's a bad pot in there. Mm-hmm. Or you don't run active, do you? I don't, no. Okay. It's just, so it's I have bad. similar setup to my Equits. It's just mm-hmm. the volume and on-off. So okay. Like, could be something with one of those. Or uh, Kyle was saying, um, I texted him. He's like, oh, there could be like a bat, like a dry, like, you know, air solder spot or something right. like that. So you can try running it again. I'm like, I don't have a fucking soldering iron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have one, but it was like a, some cheap, like a uh, Weber one. Right. I think that was the brand. And I was like, oh, cool. Let me see if this works. It doesn't get hot enough to melt. Mm, so I'm like, what the hell's sucks. the point of this? It's like, well, I <laughs> guess this blows. is going in the fucking garbage. Right. So I either got to go buy another one, but I might just take it in to repair shop. I'm like, yeah. There's had, noise had in a, here. Figure no. it out. So yeah, I had, a, I had that problem with my, with my PBs like a year ago too. I was just yeah. making some demos and it had that same problem. And at that point, I think I just said, you know what? I was going to replace the pots anyway. So I just bought some pots and just took it somewhere and just, they had, mm-hmm. they just redid it. Yeah. So it could be, and then I'm like, I'm like, thought, I'm like, oh, I'll take it apart and and be able to find it. Like, yeah, see, I never do I, that. I looked at it, I'm like, <laughs> yep, there's, I was like, there has to be like a loose wire yeah. somewhere. I'm like, no, everything's still connected. Yep, mm-hmm. put that back together. <laughs> see, I, whenever I do that, I usually screw it up. I don't know how. Yeah. But then it, ended, it always ends up going back to the shop anyway. So I'm just like, you know what? Let's just skip that step and just take it to a professional who knows what they're doing. Yeah. And so I... Got the new strings on my jazz bass and mm-hmm. started recording bass. Nice. And it's, some of these songs are tough. Mm-hmm. You ever have like a song that you're practicing that played live oh, even? Oh, absolutely. And then you're like, oh yeah. And then you go to record it and you're mm-hmm. like, wow, there's a part in there that I've been missing this whole time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I didn't know it did like. <laughs> yeah, there's one that in Fair Play right now that we just wrote. Um, well, we didn't just write it, but we've had it in the back burner and I'm dreading it when it comes to time to record it because uh-huh. even live for me I have to like you have zen to be, out you have and be, it's hard to do because yeah. your your energy is like so ramped up and you just want to like keep running around and just yeah, like yeah. keep rocking out as hard as you can but like this one I gotta like calm down a bit and just focus for a bit yeah uh, that one I'm dreading there's this yeah this one that I was like oh we play it all the time and just jam to it I'm like it's super easy mm-hmm. and then there's like this part where it goes uh I'm like, it's like, I can visualize it, but I couldn't. I'm like, why? It was so hard to play. Mm-hmm. It was like, because G for three eighth notes, like uh, A for three eighth notes, mm-hmm. and then like uh, B for two eighth notes, and then four staccato quarters. I'm like, oh, why wow. can't I jam this? I'm like, <laughs> did it, did it, I'm like, da, da. I'm like, fuck. And I'm like, because <laughs> I'm like, at practice, I'm right. like, I always just miss maybe like, one of the eighth notes mm-hmm. and then I just jump in on the four and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And I'm like, no, live you can this. get away with it. But once you record, you got to be tight on Exactly. That. And I, I, it's, it was like, wow, that one was harder than it should have mm-hmm. been. And there was like a little part in the song that they added at the end. Like, you know, Adam mm-hmm. and Brian, they're like, oh, okay, let's just add it. And we recorded it. I'm like, no, we never played that live, but I can figure it out. And I right. didn't know what notes they were playing. I was trying to all, I'm like, and he was playing this, ended it on this like weird, um, mm. like, it's actually drop D, but this weird E chord. 
like and I'm like I, that sounds so weird with mm-hmm. any of these notes that I'm playing. And I had to text him I'm like, "What are the notes? Like, what did you play?" And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, okay, it's this." And he told me something wrong. And I'm like, "Okay, I recorded." He's like, "Actually, it's that." Sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, "You just told me the wrong fucking thing." Right. It's like I already recorded all the parts, man. This would have been useful like hours ago. But luckily, I yeah. mean, I'm doing the sessions, so it's not like it's. I'm like, oh, I paid for studio time. Yeah, or something like that. So. Thank, that's the one of the great spots about uh, doing a DIY. Mm-hmm. So you have control over that. Yeah. So I'm, you know, not too, uh, you know, it's like I want to be as perfect as possible because mm-hmm. it's like there's uh, the stigma of doing like a DIY recording that right. I don't want because everybody's just like, well, you, well, you know, it's going to sound like shit. I'm like, no, you can actually no. make it sound pretty good. Yeah, you can. There are some DIY records out there that are pretty fucking amazing and then even just like people who, you know having home studios mm-hmm. and even studios out of their again, home again going back to what we were talking about with modelers like the technology is getting really 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 good yeah without board gear and all mm-hmm. the stuff like that you might not actually need it but you know um i i'm stoked the way it's coming out so far oh that's good and then it's just like a couple of the hiccups along the way for base it'll be like, worth it in the end i think for base you could either make it a thing where it's like Oh, you know, make it, who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. Just talk it away. Or I'm like, <laughs> I still care about playing the instrument. Yeah, no, I'm no, like, no, no. You in, should care. And just in case, like, that's, at the moment, that's all I do. I don't right. sing, I don't do anything. I'm like, I need to play bass. Like, do, mm-hmm. I need to show up. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay. And then it was just two things in the way. I like, I'm glad that it was like, not something wrong with my mm-hmm. interface. Yeah, thank that God. That would have sucked. Yeah, but that's, that's the really expensive part. What is it, uh, Apollo Thunderbolt? Yeah. And so it's yeah. like, you know, I'm like, or, you know, they it's probably still under warranty, but still, it's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be at without it. Right. But, yeah. So, that was it. And then, kind of like, now, when you're under a microscope, microscope recording, yeah. I'm like, oh, God. Yep. These things. 100%. I'm like, I'm like oh, you got to you know, match with the kick and the rhythm, mm-hmm. like, everything. I'm like, okay, duka, 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 duka. Yeah, because that's one of those things you're not really thinking about live. You're just like, I'll just play the part. Yeah, it's like you hit the note. And most sometimes, if you hit the one with the... The kick drum, you're like, yeah, oh, that's fine. Yeah, there you go. Um, as long as you land on those down beats, you're fine. And then, yeah. Where's but the when it comes to recording and you can hear everything, like using the microscope analogy again, you're just like, okay, you, this, yeah. and you, you got to be here. You could always go and fix it and nudge things around. Yeah. But but you don't want to rely on that. Yeah, exactly. That's my thing too. I was like, I want to get it as tight as I can before. Mm-hmm. If if I, any editing has to be done, it's just like minuscule. Yeah. And that's probably the best way to make it like mm-hmm. a real like sounding recording yeah. in like a digital age because you can always just cheat and put, yeah like sometimes like you don't even have to play the instrument <laughs> right <laughs> but well ba- and they are uh bass midi now so bass players are getting replaced yeah <laughs> bass, yeah we've, just kidding we, we've talked about that before i hate that idea it's just like i'm like just play me the, too just play the fucking bass i'm like you, even if your bass needs repair get it repaired and play mm-hmm. it <laughs> yeah uh, i'm with you on that i'm i don't see the point of it yeah and then they even have like, drums i understand because drums are hard to record Unless you have a really good electric kit, yeah, and I would, I would be hard pressed. To I would like, still record real drums, yes, but like if I, I was in a pit, pinch, mm-hmm. like even like how a lot of bands do record. Mm-hmm. Of like, I know, um, just watching like you know back in like you would watch like the old documentaries of like you know Angels and Airways and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like they're you know old, you know two thousand five. Good but, lord, yeah, tell me uh, about it. Which it is. <laughs> tell me <laughs> what about they're it. talking about. They're talking about. They recorded the whole thing too, like easy drummer, midi drummer type mm-hmm. thing, and then the drummer went back and actually played it. Mm-hmm. So he's playing to the already the songs already done, right? And then he's playing to that, which, which is, is kinda, a cool idea. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah, which I mean that happens a lot where people are recording to midi, mm-hmm. and then so it's you're playing to a like a pr- pretty much perfect performance on right. drums, and then you go back and do 
you know, the real drums. So he at least has the feel of the whole band. Right. Even playing to a scratch, you'd be like, I fucked up. Who cares? Right. And so you're playing to the mistakes. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of got off the metronome there. Good. You're messing up the drummer. Yeah, you're now. messing up everything <laughs> up. So, yeah. I mean, there is merit into doing like, you know, recording two drums. And then, mm-hmm. but I would, if I was putting out a record or whatever, and record or yeah. song or whatever with a band, I would. That's how old them. we are. We still say records. I would, I would still want like <laughs> yeah. a, an actual drummer. Oh, yeah. No, 1000%. Like, I would want my guy on, on my song. And even if you, you like say, like, oh, I don't have a drummer solo, I'm like, then you'd probably have a friend play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you'd hire somebody to record drums. Yeah. I feel. Okay, so I guess we had some topics to do, but I kind of want to mm-hmm. intro, intro you and kind of like, who is Will to like, some, <laughs> some of the people? Because I'm like, oh, I know you, but I'm like, some yeah. of the, the listeners might not. So uh, we mentioned before, you're a uh, guitar player in San Diego. You have a band. You're kind of do some session work as well. Not so, not so much recently, but like- Are I you did, filled in for a band? Or that yeah. one that you're now playing in, right? Or is that kind of like- so with the, are you referring to the naked eye? Yeah. So was it studio you were doing with Sean, right? Yes. So I'm essentially like, what Brian, happened you're was you're fucking up the whole story. <laughs> Let me tell you. Stop you right there. <laughs> so eventually what happened was is like they've actually been after me for quite a while. Oh, okay. Okay. So they have, they've asked me several times. Yeah. <laughs> they've act, they've actually asked me a couple of times and uh, I've said no because, you know, it's just just wasn't my thing yeah. at the time and I was like working two jobs, playing in several other bands. You're going to school. Yeah, going yeah, school. Yeah. yeah, doing all that. Stuff. I didn't have time for another band. So, and then the pandemic hit. So their two guitar players eventually moved on from the Naked Eye. Mm-hmm. So he, Dakota and I, the singer, went back and forth. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Why not? I'll, I'll yeah, play yeah. with you. And we've kind of had a mutual respect for each other over the years that we've known each other. So I was just like, you know what? I'll do it. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. And then they had they were in the middle of recording their album, I think. The they got Thomas, the yeah. m- most recent one, and I only got to play on Caution and uh, While I'm Young. Okay, yeah. So those are the only two songs that feature me. So everything else is uh, Gunner, their previous guitar player, and TJ, their previous guitar player. Gotcha. Okay. And then yeah, so you kind of got in the, in into it while they were recording. Mm-hmm, got it. Pretty okay. Much. Yeah, maybe that's what I thought of. Like, oh, he's a hired gun. Oh, no, 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 That'd be no, cool to like, do, right? Now <laughs> I'm a full-fledged me- member. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And then, so you're, uh, you know, definitely a rock guy. Yes, like, uh, rock is like my my thing. And I think we kind of like, I kind of like brushed over it before, but your setup and your rig is very rock and roll. Yeah, it's, it's very slash. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's very slash. Sla- would you say slash is kind of the, the one, the, the main Oh yeah, that's, that's the dude. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And like my first like real Gibson was a was a '94 classic gold top. Oh, damn. and I wanted it that one specifically because it looked like the one he had yeah. from uh, the 1990. I'm not sure if it's '92 or '91 Tokyo Guns N' Roses live shows. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he had a gold top, and I'm just like, I want that. Yeah. <laughs> so I found one for like a thousand bucks on Craigslist. I'm just like, oh, I that's want not it. Bad. That's not a bad. Yeah, deal. but the it had a broken head suck that was repaired pretty crappily okay so, yeah. so it for the thousand bucks i'm like you know what i'll repair it i'll take it to get repaired so it's okay worth the money. yeah yeah so and i always, still play it to this day and i beat the living crap out of it so. it's kind of like when it's already got like some damage yeah. you're kind of like all right i'm not it's not too precious pretty whatever. much all of my gibsons are like that except yeah. my junior that one i got for free okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> i wanted it a raffle i'd like do you remember guitar trader yeah so they they one had of, a yeah, yeah the yeah. one in Claremont yeah mm-hmm. they had a uh, Gibson clinic one year so Gibson guitars showed up and they kind of do the whole spiel here's how we make our guitars yeah, yeah, yeah. here's some like uh, bodies so you can guys can take a look at the weight relief and what we do no one likes weight relief get rid of that yeah uh, 
But uh, <laughs> they had a raffle for a 2011 Gibson Les Paul Jr. Yeah. So I put my name in, not thinking any of it. Just because like, I'm, I'm just here, like, fuck, fuck it. it why yeah. And then towards the end, they're like, hey, Will, you want a free guitar? I'm like, I did. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like, okay, I guess I came home with a new guitar. That's awesome. Damn. Yeah. So and that's actually, if you listen to uh, Fair Play's um, opening EP, uh, Broken Seams, yeah. if you listen to Detour, that junior is all over that that track. Okay. Yeah. And that's a, just keep it stock with the P90. Yeah. In there. Just yeah. kept it stock. I, Yeah. Just kept it stock. Yeah. So you, uh, let's see. Definitely a Gibson guy. Yep. Right? You got, I've uh, got about four Les Pauls. Probably yeah. maybe five. Are you only Les Paul? Do you have <laughs> no, no, SGs no, no, no. and Explorers no, no. and stuff like well, that? Well, Gibson-wise, yeah. I only have Les Pauls. Mm. I thought about 335s, but the way I play, I, I would just break them in half. <laughs> it's, You're like, it wouldn't last. It would not last. Yeah. I have I have a, a Strat. I have a Tele. Uh, I have a PRS Semi-Hollow, which is taking place at the 335. What you, what you would get out of that, yeah. Yeah. And what else have I got? Those are the main ones. So I got... Yeah. A classic Les Paul, a standard Les Paul, a Les Paul Custom 73, which is over here to mm-hmm. our left. Uh, 72 Custom Tele, so kind of like how Keith Richards has his. Okay. So like that black with the humbucker on top. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I I really like that setup. Uh, PRS, Strat. Did I mention Strat already? Yeah, I think I Yeah, is it just like kind of a standard Strat? It's a road-worn Strat. Okay, yeah, So yeah. like the kind of how like your jazz color, ma- yeah, yeah. yeah. In that color that your jazz master is in. Yeah, so kind of so like that. white cool. with the mint green card. Yeah, and it's that's awesome. by far my favorite strat that I've ever played. Yeah, and I found it for like four hundred dollars. I'm just like, oh, mine. Shit. Yeah, you can't fucking beat that. With yeah, the stick. no, I called the dude that day. I'm just like, hey, um, I'm not busy right now. I'll come get it. It's like a Craigslist kind of find. Yeah, yeah, I will find it. I will come get it. I feel like I haven't seen jack shit on Craigslist now, dude. It's the same shit every day. It's like it's like I don't know, the like the well yeah. has dried up on that. Because maybe because everybody's going to reverb. But yeah, like, are people what it is. selling a lot of guitars on Reverb? I would be very hesitant. I've never shipped a guitar. Oh, dude, I I've done it once actually. I did it once, and I wrapped the hell out of it, and it cost I so shipped, much. <laughs> I sh- the closest I've done to that scale is I, sh- I shipped my JCM eight hundred to get repaired. Yeah, that was expensive. <laughs> I did ship. But I've never shipped a guitar. Yeah, I think I shipped an amp. And I overpriced it. Mm-hmm. I quoted the shipping on Reverb just because mm-hmm. I couldn't sell it locally. Right. And luckily, it like I insured it, did all the stuff, did signature required, mm-hmm. all the stuff that you had to, and it arrived there safe. And the guy was stoked on it. Mm-hmm. But I wrapped the ever loving shit out of it. So oh, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. tons, especially like, with amps. Yeah. Especially two amps too. So you like, want to take care of those puppies. Yeah. At, at my at my work, it kind of like we ship a lot of furniture and stuff like that. Gotcha. And so like I used all the. Like the fucking styrofoam corners, foam mm-hmm. corners. The, like, so like I know what I'm doing. Yeah. So <laughs> I wrapped the hell out of it because I'm like, I do not want to get this thing returned. Mm-hmm. And so I, and I think I chart. I think I quoted like 175, 180 mm-hmm. for shipping, and it actually only ended up being like 75 or 100 bucks. So mm. I'm like, so I, I guess I unintentionally made money on the shipping, <laughs> but I'm like, yeah. But so, you want to make sure it's okay. That's the thing. And like, I'm like, I'd, I'd rather be safe than sorry. It's kind of kind of weird. I'm like, when does like I don't know how they plan for shipping, but whatever. Anyways, ended up going there, but I was shitting bricks. I got that money and I didn't spend it until. Oh yeah, dude, I, I, I'm like, the, kind I'm, of the same I'm like, way. I'm, I'm not, even like that with like little petals. Yeah, I don't want that stuff to come back at me. I'm just like, please be there, okay? Like, please yeah, get, get there, get there okay. and then I won't like move or spend the money until yeah. I get the five star review. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. 
and I've like I've just known I'm like I just don't like to do it but you people maybe are going that way or eBay and just like yeah it kind of seems like it's going that way and I was thinking maybe they went to offer up but offer up is just bullshit there's nothing yeah. over there either I mean I've got I've had some good luck on offer up I th- I bought one of my tailors on offer up which was a smoking deal okay uh, I bought a 114 CE yeah on there so it's like one of the lower ends but they sound it's a tailor so you can't yeah. go wrong with it with a hard shell case okay so. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe oh, I'm just, I'm just not looking too, in the right like, spaces. Speaking of offer up, so sometimes you do find gold, gold, golden deals. I found my JCN 2050 watt British made. Oh, that's a, yeah, yeah. For two hundred and fifty dollars, it's probably hot. <laughs> probably it was from a pawn shop so it probably was who knows but i got there and the guy was like yeah it makes this noise we don't know what's wrong with it we think it's broken it's it was literally just a bra- bad preamp tube so you can just pop that out and put it back in okay nice yeah or so, some people think like yeah, they hear the, I, but the rattling. i didn't tell them that so i'm like yeah dude it's broken but i'll just take it as is yeah i'll use it for parts I don't yeah yeah it. i'll just use it for parts it's fine and it's just happens to be one of my main gigging amps right now yeah or it's, it's like, light yeah, I think I've heard that like of the JCM two thousands, the fifty watt is Oh dude, I love that thing. Yeah, the two channel fifty watt is like it's one of super the, versatile. I had a hundred watt one and I liked it a lot. And then I've I think always, that's the DSL one hundred is like the everyone's big boy first big boy amp. Yeah, because that was Cause like they're readily available and they're relatively cheap. Because they came out again with the DSL one hundreds, mm-hmm. but yeah, mine was the JCM two thousand one hundred watt. Mm-hmm. I really dug it. I think I've had this thing where I've been trying to go. Like I trying to be a Marshall guy, mm-hmm. uh, but you're which, an orange guy. Yeah, exactly. And I was Mesa too, but it's something with I've owned Mesas like are loud. three or four. Yeah, um, Mesas are loud. Marshalls, but I've never had like eight, an eight hundred. People are like that's the one you got to get. I'm like, I love my eight hundred. I, I like, I'd have yeah. to let you play one of these days. Yeah, it's getting repaired right now for like the fifth time. But <laughs> <laughs> you're pushing it too hard, man. Uh, clearly, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah. So you got the got the guitars mainly mm-hmm. mainly Les Pauls, but you got some other ones in the stable mm-hmm. there. But Marshalls. So yep. you, I think you own only Marshalls, <laughs> right? It's yeah, like, from your Instagram, much, I see them like much. it's it's the fifty. Yeah, I got the, the fifty JCM two thousand. Yeah, I got a JCM eight hundred twenty two oh three reissue, and the newest one is well, not really new, but the SV twenty. So yeah, that's the like, studio one. The studio right? vintage. The studio yeah. vintage SV. So it's basically the Plexi. Yeah, I okay. love that thing. And that thing, yeah, and they're, you it know. It cranks. They're 20 watts, but they're also still made in the UK. So yeah, it's not made like, in the UK. They're not the Chinese bullshit. Yeah, because they did come out with the DSLs that are Chinese made. Mm-hmm. Ones, yeah, which, I, steer, I steer away from those. I heard those are good, but, you know. They're good. If you, look, it, it's, I, I hate it's, to say, I, it, when I say that, I mean, they're good amps. If that's what you can afford and you can make make it sound yeah, good, yeah. then go for it. And I, I, I'm snooty in, in the same way of like, well, I mean, these are, you know, the Chinese made orange. Yeah. I'm like, I got the UK made. I'm like. Does it make a difference? No, but it's still the audience like that little, will like, never know. Little, it, little piece of pride there. Yeah, and then the like, audience yeah, will never but, know. But we, I'm, I'm weird. I don't know if you're like this too. But like, if it's not the exact thing that I want, I will still go. Even if I get something that's like it, I will still go after the other thing that I want. Yeah, it's like you don't want to settle, even exactly. though you're not settling for anything. Yeah, in your, you know, it's just kind of in your own head. Yeah, you're it's like, pretty much just here you go. Yeah, and it's like so, you're the only one that's like gotta know mm-hmm. but still i have a had a buddy i think he was like that with um he always had the he's a tom DeLong guy oh you know, okay everybody san diego tom DeLong guy right jesus christ and then he, he had um an epiphone 333 like oh the, the, the okay. signature one okay yeah the hollow body deal and it's like but it was the epiphone he's like it was fine because i'm like mm-hmm. what am i it was like 
But he's like, I knew there was the real Gibson ones out there. Mm-hmm. They didn't make a lot of them, but he's no, like, I didn't. knew they had them out there. Fun, so, if, yeah, they're ridiculously overpriced now. He got them when it wasn't too bad, but still yeah. like 2000 something dollars. Oh, dude, that's and not so he, bad. So he got it. Okay. And he's like, this is, I knew there was the real one. So mm-hmm. he got it and he loved it. And he never really played it. But he, mm. you know, and he sold it, I think, for really good. Because <laughs> yeah. he's like, I couldn't not If you sell. look those up on Reverb now, they're like ridiculously dragged up on price. Yeah. Uh, I never asked him how much he sold it for, but he's I like, oh, he's like, yeah, he's probably like, oh, I made good money. And he's like, that's how I got into photography. <laughs> so, because I have, I was able to just sell that and just pay, and then just bought my pay, entire kit. Yeah, for yeah, exa- exactly. Pay some bills, save some money, mm-hmm. and then to still buy a camera. And I'm like, cool. So I'm like, hey, but it was just that idea that he was like, I knew there's the better one mm-hmm. out there. But anyways, yeah. So the Marshall guy, and then usually a two by twelve kind of yes. Marshall cab. Yeah, I thought about for the longest time going four twelve again because I had one for the longest time, but just I'm thinking about the back aches. And I'm just thinking about the backaches. I'm yeah. just like, nope, nope, not going there. And the Marshall ones aren't too big either. So they're like not. The, they're definitely not the Mesa oversized ones. Yeah, or they're or like, uh, the, and they're not as heavy as oranges. Yeah, no, the oranges are. I are, think an orange two twelve is as heavy as a Marshall four twelve. And there's no wheels either. That's true. <laughs> there's no well, wheels. Some Marshalls don't have wheels. Yeah, you can't get those put on there. When I bought my two twelve, it didn't have wheels. Oh, really? So I had to go to my hardware store and go get wheels. It's like, I'm putting them on. Yeah, so, pretty much. Yeah. And I had to go back three times because I got the wrong one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, wait, this little one doesn't fit. And I'm like, and I went back and forth and the lady was like, are you okay? I'm like, just, just don't worry about it's it. It's like, I should, probably should have just brought my cab into Home Depot oh, and it would have been easier. no. <laughs> Screw that. <laughs> but yeah. I probably would have gotten a couple of people like, dude, what kind of speakers are in there, man? Yo, dude. I'm just like, don't worry about it. Actually, what kind of speakers are in your cab? Oh boy, here <laughs> we go. So how do you feel about G1275s? They're fine. That's what I got. They're, I like, they're like kind of some of the, sh- you know, shittiest speakers, right? Because well, it's like yeah. V30s kind of. Everyone like, likes the V30s and everyone likes the greenbacks, but I'm not like. blues. It, my, and, my, yeah. yeah, blues for Voxes and matchless and whatnot. But like, I'm, my rig is kind of like based off of this. If I can only take my guitar and pedal board, what's available? Yeah, it's usually a JCM two thousand and a Marshall four twelve with the G G twelve seventy five. Exactly, that's what I do like those because we used to share a spot with uh, Sean Tolley, um Okay, Clar- so Clar- Clarity Recordings, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he has nothing but just the the you know the nineteen sixty A cabs. Just the, so what, whatever just the, the stock cabs. Yeah, so whatever the GT seventy five. He because he he sees those and just buys them. I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, why do you have like eight of them? He's yeah, like, I don't like, understand. Well, because like, he's like, I saw it for like a hundred bucks, so might as well. I'm like, okay, where is he finding these cabs? Yeah. <laughs> if it's for a hundred bucks, I want one. <laughs> and then, and then he's like, yeah, no, he's like, well, I'm finding them so so, so cheap, so might as well. I'm like, you can't argue with that. <laughs> it's true. If, if I saw one for a hundred dollars too, I'd I'd buy three of them. Well, I, I saw I was at Guitar <laughs> Center when I was buying the bass strings. Yeah. Uh, they had an SVT eight ten made in St. Louis no. cab for I think three fifty. What? What was wrong with it? It's just used, and it's an A10. So who who wants an A10? Why? Why is it so cheap? There's some, there's got to be something up with it. Was it, it like screwed? Oh, up it's, it's it's beat up for sure. Oh, okay, so and that's, that's like that makes it better. Yeah, true. Because <laughs> I'm like I saw that because I was like oh yeah because they did move uh, to being uh, produced in China, China or mm-hmm. Vietnam. I think it's, I think it's China. And so you well, know, they're owned owned by Yamaha now. Yeah, yeah. And so they used to be made in St. Louis, mm-hmm. and that was Kyle's all all his cabs are made in St. Louis, which is like kind of like oh cool. You know, um, it's kind of like that probably thing. We exactly, about. exactly. And um, not that you know, they can sound better or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I think I played a uh, punch card. Uh, Mike has the the SVT the four ten, mm-hmm. 
sounds fucking great. And it's made in China. I'm like, all right, well, it doesn't like, make, it does like, not make a difference. Yeah, but it's just the fact like, that I'm like, like, like I was saying earlier, the audience is not going to know. And the, as but, long as you, as long as you get a good sound out of exactly. it, exactly. But you can tell like the weight of them is different. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, are they different? Like, speakers? Even with the Marshall four twelves, like the the lower end ones, you can tell. Yeah, there's a difference. They used to make like yeah the HDFX ones, mm-hmm. which was like I was like, oh, I got a Marshall. I'm like, I got an HDFX, bro. I mean, that's <laughs> like that's like the gateway because I had which an NG one hundred when mm-hmm. I was growing up. And um, even those cabs, I'm like, I'm sure. I wonder if you like got a really cheap cab and put nice speakers in it, if it would make. Do you know? Uh, you know Spectre Sound Studios on YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's done that. He's he's gotten a cheap uh, Ampeg cab, like for four twelves. Yeah, you can find on Craigslist for like 100, 200 bucks. Yeah, and he put nice speakers in there, and, and it sounds great. Yeah, I think there was. I honestly can't remember the guy's name. I think he's a German guy. He's in a metal metal studio. He was doing like this. It's not Ola, is it? No, it's not Ola. Uh, I, I, oh, that. Uh, yes, yeah, the really hyper one, bald. No, it oh, wasn't. Wasn't mind. not HP. I can, honestly can't remember. I'd have to. I would have to look it up. But yeah. he's got pretty cool videos, and he's kind of like has a home studio, and he was kind of doing the difference between like which is the best me- metal cap clickbait kind of thing. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna mm, click on it. Yeah, and then <laughs> it was a good video. Was, was it a super long like video? No, it was like maybe like 10, 12 minutes okay. or whatever. The guy I'm thinking of had something like that, but it was like an hour long. HP, yeah, yeah, or HP forty two, whatever. He he does it. I'm mm. like, I. Cool videos. And I hear that they're great, but I'm like, I'm not gonna be here for an hour, yeah. even though I'm in, there for an hour. Uh, That's one like, of those oh, videos I watch... put on, on on the background while I'm doing my errands around. The I'm house. like, oh, I'm gonna watch ten Peter McKinnon videos. Yeah, yeah right. I was on there for an hour, <laughs> dude. Peter... <laughs> That's another topic we have to get into. <laughs> but I oh, know we haven't even gotten to the topics. We're just riffing here. But yeah, I was like, if you can just get a cheap cab, and he was doing switching between the Mesa V30s, mm-hmm. putting into a Marshall cab, and he's like, this is kind of the best setup. Because I guess they they make their or spec their V30s differently for Mesa. Yeah, I heard yeah. that too. I, then, I think they spec their green bags differently too. And they're still made, even though Celestian's, you know, they're, you know, UK thing and Mesa's American, they still like spec them to be like, they need to be made in the UK. Yeah. Because I think they did a batch once. Like, oh, let's put up the Mesa's. With the you know Chinese V30s, and they were like, no, they're no, like, no, no. no exactly. They replaced <laughs> they're them. like, no, 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 no. It's like it's funny, like something that particular, but there was a difference. Mm, actually, there is there is quite a difference. So anyway, so you're the GT75s, which mm-hmm. is the, a good idea, which I liked with Sean's. Is like you're playing just the cl- whatever most people have. You can go yeah. to a club, or you're playing like, oh yeah, we're gonna play. Yeah, like if it's with- back, if you go to a club and it's like, hey, we're backlining our cab, and it's the stock cat, yeah, Marshall or it's cab, like, and like, cool, I know what I'm getting myself playing, into. playing with a bunch of punk bands, and then. Somebody's got to have a 1960 cab. Yeah. And you're like, it's got to be. Well, I mean. You know what you're getting. Yeah, exactly. And then the reason why I bring that up too is because I played House of Blues. I don't know if you've ever been on one of those bills where like they take 10 or 20 local bands yeah, for yeah, a yeah. night and then each one gets a 20 minute set. Yeah. And they just backline the whatever house gear they got. Yeah. And it's, it's a like, Marshall cap. Yeah. And, and then I think, Yeah. Their house stuff is like, oh, a Pacific kit and then like an Ampeg with a SVT4. Mm-hmm. And then JCM 2000, 412, yep. and then like I think a twin reverb. Yep. So you can tune, I want a twin reverb or a JCM 2000. Like you were like, yeah, okay, I'm, Marshall, I'll figure Well, that. I brought my head. I just put it on top of the JCM 2000 and yeah. just plug into the the cab. And you already know how to dial it in because yeah, you already play much. that. And so, yeah, that's a good good way to go. You're like, oh, could it be yeah. and better? And same like, same with no. my pedals too. It's like I have it set up to where like if one of these break, I can go to the store, grab that. And just go about and back to my gig. Yeah. What uh, pedals you got? You, you have minimal setup with it's pedals. A bit, it's but it's grown bigger. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think I saw it started, you. It like started four or five, minimal yeah. and then it just eventually grew. So it's just 
tuner, uh, Digitech drop tune, okay. uh, full tone Dejra vibe. The guy's a dick now. Don't ever buy his stuff new. Uh, micro amp, the slash octave fuzz. Now you get a little, uh, little bit big, of that slash yeah. stank on yeah. you. <laughs> then I got the big muff on there, and then I have two delays. I have a Boss DD3 or okay. DD6, and then my favorite delay out there is an MXR uh, Echoplex. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite delay out there. Yeah, no, that, that's good. That's the always on pedal. Yeah, I'm definitely carbon copy is my favorite. Mm-hmm. MXR carbon yeah. copies make is a good one too. Yeah, they do some something good over there with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's none yeah. of those are. Not, you know, not that there's anything wrong with, but the like boutique, thing, there's yeah. no boutique there's stuff no on there. There's no boutique stuff no? on there. I thought about it for the longest time, just grabbing a boutique distortion, but I'm like, if that breaks on me, I would need it to send it off to some dude in the shed somewhere in Montana and wait for years to get it fixed. Yeah. I I'm mean, it's like, there, I'm not down for that. Yeah. There is something to be said, something with buying smaller because it's yeah. like, they'll probably take care of you. Yeah. Absolutely. Might be like, oh yeah. You know, absolutely. I've, I've had things where I'm just able to contact the guy mm-hmm. and then they'll, they'll fix it or if something is yeah, like yeah and the, and if that's your thing go for it i think i'm just coming from a practical thing mm-hmm. yeah so yeah i kind of got a little bit of background on you and yeah i i don't know i guess i just assumed that you were doing more session work but i was we were kind of batting that idea mm-hmm. of like if you're fill, but you've all you have filled in for yes, gigs yeah. so not really session studio guy but session or like yeah. you're like I saw you I fill have filled in, in with like other fishing for are... chips you did that oh, so that's like right. a pop punk band i completely band. forgot about that they're like yeah that you know pop punk ska kind of deal so it's like yeah. completely not rock and roll at all <laughs> yeah it's like it's <laughs> and you're doing it's your kind of r&b funk thing yeah it's That's got, not in so it's a really weird transition because i was only into uh rock and then jules who was playing with the rough at the time he's like hey do you want to join the rough i'm like not really because it's pop punk but yeah yeah but i warmed up to it and props to that band because uh they kind of like formed me into the more of the musician i am now okay and then if I w- just was staying in my comfort zone and not doing the pop punk stuff, probably would have been done something completely different. They basically taught me how to learn learn how to play and sing at the same time. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is for pop punk is something you you need to do. You need those harmonies. Yeah, and then having yeah the either the, if it's a three or four piece, you kind of want as many people singing as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then the rough, I'm like, you know, it's a great group of musicians yes, as well. Yes, absolutely. Especially when Darren, Drew is a Darren was playing. Yeah, Holy Darren hell. was playing at the time. <laughs> yeah. Drew is, they're all really good. Yeah, that was that, that's cool. So you kind of have like jump back and forth to mm-hmm. a bunch of different things. And then, and that's why I have the multiple marshals. Yeah, that's why I need one for every band. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, they kind of have that same sound. I'm like, well, a little different though. It, it is a <laughs> yeah. little bit different. I do set it up differently per band. Yeah. And then, so I'm like, okay, so if you're filling in for a project, because for some of these, it was just like a one shit, one and done kind of Yeah, deal. it was kind of, the rough was a little bit more extended. I mean, yeah. Angels played with them until they found their, their crew. Yeah. And then kept them going. And then Darren did the same for us in Fair Play, where he kind of played drums for us until we found our dude. Yeah. And then, um, but yeah, with uh, like Fishing for Chips. So you okay. saw you had it like that gig. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, it's just a one, one and done kind of deal. Right. So it's like, how do you prep for something like that? It's well, like, for one, I crank their tunes like as much as possible. So, so it just when like, it comes to learning their stuff and then knowing that they're more of a hard walk band, I'm like, okay, it's going to be of a hard, a more gainier sound more yeah. gain so jason 2000 um i think for that gig i took my standard yeah because i didn't know what i was getting my into self into uh environment wise yeah so that one's a little that one is a little bit more of a beater yeah so if i if if it gets nicked i don't care yeah and um, the pickups are a little bit lower output on that one so it works well with a higher gain. So like saturated, but then the pickups provide that articulation. Clarity if you need it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want to go like super 
hot pickup mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, we need to clean up. You're like, fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, okay. And then you're mainly listening and like, and do you like really ask like, if like, it's a part I can't figure out, then I'll hit up Danny or Mitch and be like, hey, what are you guys playing there? Like, do you like ask for like music or tabs or anything? No, or I just tell just, them like, what notes are you playing? It was yeah. like, what key is this song in? And then you figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Figure out your parts. Mm-hmm. And then do you like try and play whatever is on the record or kind of just. Yeah. Like... I try to get as close as I can. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. As close as I can, unless they tell me, no, you need to play exactly. What exactly. This. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was like, I think I might be filling in for hardly human mm-hmm. in an upcoming gig next month. And then I'm like, I could do it. Yeah. And then it might be like, is it the same overconfidence thing that I'm like, mm. oh yeah, you know, I can, I can play those bass parts. Oh my fucking no, bass. I'm de- work. <laughs> I definitely fall into that trap sometimes. Where <laughs> I'm like, like, oh yeah. And I like, filled in on bass for a guy named Josh Rosenblum, who's a more John Mayer jazz type thing. Yeah. And that is um, immediate. At first I said no, because I'm like, that's out of my wheelhouse, dude. I'm like, I, I love your music, but that's out of my wheelhouse. But he's like, no, 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 you can do it. It's fine. Yeah. I and think he what sent me all the... But yeah. he, he sent me sheet music. I haven't read sheet music for bass in a long time. So I'm like, oh boy, I got two nights to figure this out. Let's go. So I just literally, on top of just having, listening to his stuff over and over again. And the dude has like six albums out already. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, this is a lot of music. Is this a fucking, are you, were you playing for hours or what? Yeah. It was one of those gigs that were like, he, he does the four to three to four hour gigs. Yeah. Okay. So where they just riff. So if, <laughs> Going back to what I was just saying earlier, like he he's one of those guys that will send you a bunch of music, you learn it, mm-hmm. but you play like three percent of it, <laughs> and then it's kind of just imp- it's just really just us jamming. The we're just improv. Time. Got It'd it. Be like, it's yo, like, do you know all along the Watchtower? Cool. We'll play that for like twenty minutes. All right, and then we're just gonna. So I'm yeah, like, all j- right, this is cool. So the first time I did it, it was fun, and then he called me back. I'm like, yep, down to do it again. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's a little, a little something different. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I like. I, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I get all nerdy. I'm like, I need to have my papers and I just, like write it all out. It de- yeah. It's I definitely should have that, <laughs> but it just really depends on who, who you're playing for. Yeah. I seem to like, like filled in for mm-hmm. like punk bands. Punk yeah. Punk bands. Yeah. I don't, I doubt they would have sheet music. And then for, yeah. Then, then Unless for, they do. And then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Even better for me. It's not even sheet music. I just have to write my chord progressions right, out. Right, I'm like, right, right. Like even if it's like a slight like variation, I'm like I have to write it down. Mm-hmm. No, and, I'm, the, so, I'm kind of yeah. the same way too. <laughs> we'll be at band practice and I'm just staring and like those like dude, try and try and jam with us. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm like just reading as I'm playing. Right. Like I filled in for uh, Tolly's band, um, Nothing Sacred. Like they they had a couple of gigs mm-hmm. where they needed a bass player to fill in, and right. that was one where I was like, I'm like the way I'm playing. Sometimes I'm just like I'm like I'm playing, kind of following everybody, mm-hmm. and they liked it because they're like, oh man, you're actually pretty, you know. Just keep it really basic. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> they, they had a guy who was just like, like, ba- like I'm trying to be Matt Freeman up with this bitch. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I'm like, nope, just keeping it. And I'm like, just straight and narrow. I'm going to lock in with the drummer. And right. I was like, uh, it was a buddy, Kiyoki. He's nice. Oh, like, yeah. He's nice, great. Yeah. He plays with Nice Like Thieves right now, right? Yeah. I, I, he was the drummer. And I was just like, dead eye, just staring at his kick. And I'm just like, locking in. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, Brian, yeah, I like it. Brian's locking in, but he, sometimes he just stares. I'm like, yeah, I forgot that I'm just staring at you. I'm like, <laughs> and he's like playing he's like, yeah right he's like what is there something wrong with the kick did I break it and I'm like yeah but no that was fun and then um, to kind of go off with that it's like mm-hmm. you're playing in a bunch of different bands and you're trying to be like more like you know fitting in with different projects mm-hmm. and this is another topic I kind of want to do it's a kind of loose one of like mm-hmm. okay you're setting you up and stuff like that do you think you have a signature sound like yeah, could you could you so. like okay like what tone are you going for what yeah, sound are you going so. for yeah 
if like if you're like okay what's the will lopez one would it be like specific gear or sound that you i mean eq wise on the amp i'm not really too picky because i forget where i said it (laughs) i just kind of like twiddle the knobs until it sounds good um but it's really just the last ball through a jcm 800 through a marshall 412 yeah that's it that's that you, that's pretty much it. I can work off of that. You're like uh, the pedals and stuff like that. You're like I kind of don't. It's like, well, pedals wise, just give me a tuner, a delay, and a boost. Okay, that's yeah, really yeah. All, all I would need. It's not even like super specific because, like you said, you're like you don't want those things being mm-hmm. attached to you. In no, case I'm they, definitely not not like they Billy break, Duffy. They, de- they discontinue them or whatever. Yeah, no, like, no, I'm definitely not like Billy Duffy. I don't know if you've ever seen his rig, but like it's like a Vox mixed into a Friedman freaks his mixed into a fender, mixed into a matchless, and then a f- spaceship of pedals on top of his Gretsch. Uh, I, I if think any of those went bad, he would be fucked. Yeah, that would be. I wouldn't, I don't want to be that dude. Yeah, I think I, I like that idea a lot, but I think the more and more I'm playing the gear and maybe mm-hmm. it could be because of the podcast or whatever, I'm trying out different things. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, the complete opposite of you. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't buy any of the stuff that I like at a store. Right. <laughs> the pickups. And could it, be it, that ego thing we are talking about, that little pride. Maybe. Well, I yeah. mean, and the thing is, I could always play on whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then it, if you're just kind of, if the, the guitar is set up the way he works for you, mm-hmm. like, I know I'm heavy-handed, so I've played people who have, like, uh, like maybe just standard strings or even mm-hmm. nines. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I what what key strings do you play? I play uh, ten to fifty two. Oh yeah, so you're you're up there on the low strings. I'm I go through eleven through forty eights. Okay, yeah, that's not that's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, or too much of a difference. I think on my Jazzmaster it's eleven to forty eight, and same thing on my Strat. Yeah, and my I've, friend was like, you play eleven through forty eights on everything. I'm like, yeah. It's like your hands must hate you. I'm like, yeah, they kind of do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like. Maybe also too, it's like having the Evertunes. I, mm-hmm. I would tell people, I'm like, oh, if you're gonna try it, maybe do scale like up because the tension is gonna be mm-hmm. higher. So even though uh, the Gibsons and the Equits are Gibson scale length, right. they feel like Strat. Right. So it feels like the twenty five point uh, five. Anyway, so to go along with that too, my like love having Evertune, and I know I've talked about it all the time. Like, you talk about it all Evertune, the, time. the Sonic. Uh, Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. So it's made I'm by. We have to get one of those pickups. <laughs> made made by a guy, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> just one guy. And so you can't be like, oh, I'm gonna go to Guitar Center and buy these. No, you can buy them on the website, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then even like the switching on my uh, is like I have the on off switch. Mm-hmm. And like most guitars don't have an off switch because unless you play Les Paul and you turn off the neck pickup, then mm-hmm. you got a kill switch. And then I mean I don't even use it for the stutter. It just I'm like after a song I like to turn it off, and then I'm like oh. And I'm like, everything I have, except for maybe strings, and even that I can get particular too. Right. I like, which is, I, the, I'm I, kind of the, I'm kind of particular with my strings, but it's, again, it goes with the same philosophy. It's just like, if I can go to Guitar Center and find my 11 through 48s, I'll be fine. Yeah. Do you play like Ernie Balls? Or you yeah, play Ernie Balls. Games? Yeah. I, 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 I can be totally fine with those, but mm-hmm. I just get picky because I'm like, I like NYXLs. Mm, okay. So I feel in my head. It could probably be like placebo. Could be like just me mm-hmm. thinking. I'm like they last longer. They stay newer. Like, right. I'm, it's probably bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it probably could Who be knows? marketing, but just for me. Who knows? I can't tell you the last time I broke a string. So uh, surprisingly, to pl- yeah, with how hard I play, mm-hmm. it's just like I don't think I've broken a string. I think I I've thought I would break more by having mm-hmm. the ten to fifty twos because I used to do uh, eleven to forty eight. So with, like mm-hmm. the uh, thicker on the uh, smaller strings. And 
Yeah, I, I, I've only broken this like a high E or something like that mm-hmm. once with the 10 yeah. 52s. I would I would have thought, I'm like, I would break these all the time. But like, no, I guess I don't. Hmm. My, just my playing technique, I know that I hit the lower ones way harder right. with that. But yeah, I mean, I, I know. And then even like oranges, I'm like, they're not as common. Like a back, like, and you see at a, you know, I think more people would have orange cabs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like definitely. Orange, more orange cabs. I see, see those a lot more than I see orange amps. Yeah. They're expensive. <laughs> they're they're quite quite pricey. Yeah. They sound really good though. But it's like I guess with everything, it's like when you find the deals, you know. Like uh mm-hmm. even at Moe's guitar, they would get some in yeah, they, for super I've cheap. Seen, yeah, I've actually. seen a couple in there too. I think I got the eighty thirty combo that mm-hmm. I have. Um for like seven hundred bucks. Oh wow. So it's like nice. But it you know, it, it's a combo. Mm-hmm. So if you're not into that, because I know the idea of having a head and cab makes well, so I mean, much more like, sense yeah. i guess if you're trying to play gigs <clears throat> and share rigs you know? it really just depends i'm like i I like having more than one speaker but like i'm not opposed to playing a combo yeah i mean i'm looking to a vox ac15 ac30 right now so mm-hmm. that'd be a, a big jump <laughs> from yeah. a marshall i would say yeah it's just like they're british they can comp- they say like the yeah combos, they're different like that. well i mean you could say the same with orange too yeah they're on the same line but like they have different sounds yeah and then you know even though they're british or whatever mm-hmm. but i it's yeah I, w- I would say i've gotten myself into that niche sound mm-hmm. for gear like my sound like if i had to bring it back to just it's mids on mids on mids <laughs> on mids. that's <laughs> all the mids tube screamer into like a mid peaked mar- uh, orange i'm like mm-hmm. i love it and people are like that's well, you'll cut like, through yeah and then like when it's like in the mix, they're like, actually, it doesn't sound that bad. I'm like, where's all the, you know, the bass? I'm like, it's, like, it's coming from the bass guitar. Yeah, and the kick drum. And, oh, fuck, there I don't you need go. That. And then highs, I'm like. Well, I mean, like, that's kind of how it is in, rec- in mixing anyway. So you're taking the low end off of your guitars a lot. Yeah. So, and there's, then, like, see those memes of like, oh, yeah, we only need to do a little bit of EQ on the snare. And then right. they have, like, the 10 band. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the <laughs> Pro Q It's like, we're taking whatever. off this, checking off that, and taking off like, this frequency. And then it's running through three different plugins yeah. of EQ. I'm like, no, it's not a whole lot. That's yeah, really- not a whole lot. <laughs> and then we blended in the fucking sample. And then we, we'll, what we did in uh, preface is that all the inboard gear that we're running it through. So, like, a compressor, a mic preamp. Yeah. And all that stuff. Yeah. So, it's, you know. It's not uh, ideal, but the mm-hmm. thing is, I'm like, at the moment, I'm like, I'm not playing guitar for a band. Right. A lot of it's for bass. And that is pretty simple. Right. Because I'm like, although actually that kind of gets to it. Because I'm like, I, I'm like, oh, I like having a compressor. I like having a drive. I like having the DI. I, well, like I was having... playing bass for a band a while, for a while, too. So it, I got really nerdy into like, I'm like, I'm going to get an SVT. I'm going to put a tube screamer in front of it. I'm going to get a 610. And then I tried to pick up a 610. I'm just like, that's not going to happen. Maybe a 410. <laughs> Those are still heavy. It's still really heavy. So I'm like, you know what? I just went to Guitar Center and I bought a Fender 200 Rumble, like one of the newer ones. Yeah. So just like I could pick it up with one hand. I'm and then, like, all yeah, right, this will uh, do. That's loud enough to hear. And then mm-hmm. just go DI or whatever. Yep, pretty much. And then, yeah. And then so like bass, I'm like, I'm not too particular because like I had a whole, you know, it's like, oh, you can, a lot of times too, it's like bass, they're just like, if there's a bass rig, just share mm-hmm. it a lot of times. Yeah. Kind of, which is like same thing. Sometimes people with bass, I'm like, that's eh, fuck it. <laughs> Screw it. The, the, it's going to go DI anyways. The, the, the bands or the sound guy, they still don't care. It's like, I, I can't remember where it was. I don't know if it was, was Soma back in the day. I, I don't even, didn't even think about it mm-hmm. when I, you were a kid or like Epi, epicenter or something like that. They used to just have a DI box. 
That's like, true, yeah. Plug bass into this. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. You can have your whole bass work. It's not even going through that. He's just going into bass directly into a DI box. Right into that PA. And then he's like, no, and then I plug into your amp and you can hear it. And so you can mess around all the mm-hmm. EQ and stuff like that on your Yeah, amp. but you're just getting a dry signal. Doesn't from fucking matter, yeah. yeah. I, I'm like, I want to say it was Soma and all that mm-hmm. stuff because it was like, you would just be like, oh yeah, totally, okay. And then, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, they didn't even fucking care. They didn't even right. care to like go out of your amp or whatever. But. Right. Yeah. She's like, give me that sig- dry signal, boy. Yeah. It's like, it's whatever effects and stuff mm-hmm. that you're doing, don't give Those a shit. Those not matter. <laughs> don't give a shit. <laughs> but, oh man, I guess we're kind of up. Yeah. We're like already got up to an hour. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Will, thanks for you know, stopping yeah, by. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, for, doing thanks for having me. Yeah. It really just like that. Boom. Done. Done. But, okay. So if people want to check you out, your bands, they want to mm-hmm. check you out. Um, oh, we didn't even talk about it. You got into photography too. That's true. So, we can touch on that for quite a bit. Yeah, we can. I mean, we'll have to do it another time. <laughs> but <laughs> no yeah, like, let's, let's plug if your, you want, yeah, your you photography want, page. Let's yeah. plug all that stuff. Give it to so, me. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, just find me at Will Lopez Music with one L. Mm, a lot yeah. of people get that wrong. Du- even Duff McKagan was like, one L? One okay, L? Yeah. Like, you lying? <laughs> yeah. So it's Will Lopez, one L. Music from all my guitar stuff. Will Lopez Media for all the video and photography, amateur stuff that I do. And then if you want to follow the bands that I'm in, follow Fair Play SD on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Yes, I'm on TikTok. Oh, there you go. Oh, boy. That's a whole nother beast. And then the Naked Eye, you just uh, look up the Naked Eye Music on uh, Instagram and Facebook. All right, cool. Awesome. Uh, Thank you for tuning into the Tone Jerks podcast. If you like what you hear, you can follow along on social media. We're on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. Just search the Tone Jerks and you'll find it. And then it's also linked in the description. You can join the group. And then we also have Instagram. So at the Tone Jerks, you know, I was like bragging. I'm like, oh, we got 3,000. Yeah. And now <laughs> it's like, I guess 4,000 is really far yeah, away. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I'm still still mm-hmm. riding that wave. So go follow us on Instagram. And then if you like what you hear, you can help support the show on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. But if you double down for two bucks a month, you get an extra episode every week and you get the whole back catalog. I didn't even mention it. Kyle's not here. But he's going to be on the Patreon. So it's kind of like a last minute <laughs> thing. I was like, oh, hey, Will's going to be here. Do you want us to do the main episode? He's like, go for it. <laughs> so, so Kyle's going to be on the Patreon. And, um, you know, just as a thank you, Kyle will join us and he'll do the Patreon reads. So thank you, uh, Will. Thank you. Uh, you know, check out all his bands, links mm-hmm. to all that in, in the description. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So Kyle didn't join us for the main episode. So thanks again to Will for, you know, hanging out. But we wanted to bring Kyle on. We got to phone him in. Got to call a favor. Yeah, he's gonna be, uh, you know, giving us, uh, you know, some shout outs here. Shout yeah. out, some shouties, shouties for the shouties. Kyle, <laughs> you got a list of names over there. I got it right. People here. who support us on the Patreon. Kyle, yes. Why don't you give it to my We have Andrew Walsh from Andrew's Alcove. Adam Rohr from the Let Him Hear podcast. It, are you done? <laughs> Abe Newman. Oh, Michael Newman. I gotta, See, I gotta like, like be super enthused for everyone. I you kicked me off the main app, okay, and then now you won't even let me have this. I know. Well, I, was like, I, I did uh, just surprise me, and uh, they have a soundboard for every person. <laughs> oh, really? Get fucked. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> they always they end it. I'm like, later, bitch. Get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Dang. Uh, that's pretty good. Anyway. All right. Uh, Nicholas Payson, Nicholas Ogburn, Doug King, Doug Christ from 37 Effects. Also, I, I, I got to make a list of this. Uh, I don't have, I just have his name. I don't have anything listed. 37 Effects, Masters of the Cinematic Universe. You do it from the heart. Just, just surprise me podcast. That's all for you, Doug. Uh, <laughs> He does a couple of those podcasts with Joe from Like My Pedals, which is the next name on this list. And we also have Will Will and, Lahew. And guess what? The next name is Will Lahew. <laughs> Will and the Lahew. next name is Coach Schneider. <laughs> My name is what? My name is who? Will Lahew. Fuck. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that's so stout. I like. I, I, I had nothing for that. I can't. Yeah, I'm like, what good. the fuck was that? that? Was how, that's how good it was. That means that's from uh, Eminem, dude. Yeah. Oh, ch- okay, ch- yeah. Slim Shade. I know. I know. <laughs> but okay. it's where that. Yeah. Go- Why did you bring that up? Yeah. My name. Yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. I get okay. it. No, I, I see what you mean now. Uh, Jamie Davis. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was- Johnny Ray. Jason Fuzzmonger. Are you gonna let me do this? Let me just do my thing. Would you and let you me do sh- my fucking job? Just shut up, okay? <laughs> I don't come over to shut up. <laughs> come over to your place of business and fuck you up. Yeah. Bat w- out those things out of your mouth. Bat the um, dicks out of your mouth. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I don't want to say it. Well, uh, I, I, when the first time I heard that, I was like, ah! <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> Would you let me do my job? I don't come to your work and bat the dicks out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Mike. Steve Ralph from 60 Cycle Hum. Colin Smith. <laughs> Kevin Equits from Equits Guitars. Co Schneider from the Flip and Flippers podcast. Alvaro Viramontes. Brian from Nutter Guitars. Mel Chibson of Chibson Guitars. And Chibson on Instagram. Sean Arbo <laughs> from Gun Street <laughs> no, Wiring Shop. Chibson on Instagram have been doing it like funny posts, but they're not related. Yeah, they are. All right, Shut Sean Faye. Don't ruin Sean. this for me, you fucking asshole. Local boy, Sean Faye. <laughs> you still haven't hung out with him. <laughs> no, He's got a new band. It's actually really sick. Yeah. Uh, I think I uh, follow him, actually, now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Wright from Lollygagger Effects. Juan Ortiz from Tone Hungry Effects. Mike Oxbig. Hugh oh. G-Rection. <laughs> what was that? It's a wipeout. <laughs> uh, Zach Hale, Eric Merrow from Elm Effects. <laughs> Elm. Yeah. Elm uh, Effects. Yeah. Yeah. You got to put your pinky yeah. up when you say it. Yeah. Elm Effects. Uh, uh, Scott Hamilton from the Effects Loop podcast. Tim Nowick from Bardic Audio Devices. Jonathan Jeruzik from 12th Hour Devices. Tyler Rines. He updated the name of his account, was it? I think Tyler Casey Riffs. Okay. Well, it's just, let's, yeah. Sure. I don't, I'll have to look that up. But this time it's Casey's Riff Room. Because <laughs> you so. haven't, because you haven't changed it. That's why. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Sorry, Tyler. We'll get you next time, maybe. <laughs> If I got room on my hard drive, I'll change it. <laughs> We're going 21st like century four, now. We got the I have like four hard drives now in this yeah, thing. Yeah, you got the fucking computers <laughs> like up instead of like a hand, hand I was going to say handwritten, but hand drawn. 
<laughs> names. Yeah, I just type it right They're now. They're all like hieroglyph- uh, hieroglyphics. <laughs> How you write Ma- it out? We have uh, Matthew Fencelaw. Fencelaw. And, and we got a new one. Oh. We have, uh, this is uh, Addison. Yeah, this is, this is Addison C. Addison C. What up? What up? Thanks for yeah. the support. And thank, thank all you. you. For listening. All of yous. All yous, yous guys and yous. gals. Yeah, the, the guys and gals out there. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> uh, we will see you next time. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye.